0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'll be saying stuff. That's true. Sometimes. Well, you know, if I do play the cards. Times.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Let me turn off the music so we don't get a copyright strike. All right, hold on. Turn off the music. Moolah, yeah. Don't. And then you start singing. You going to pay for is that? Is he recording?
2: Yes. But it's so many seconds, though, before you can get a Child, why strike. would we
1: live on the edge like that? Do you have the money? <laughs> <So hard. laughs> I'm just saying. You guys, welcome back to part two of go. our end of year roundup. Uh, the last episode. <whistles> 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 uh, <it's> so good <whistles> to see you guys. You guys look very festive. Um, I am uh, excited because this is airing uh, Christmas week. Actually, I think it might be airing on Christmas What's Day. What, what day is Christmas? Monday. Monday. So, the other so ours thing, come out Tuesdays, though. It usually comes out Tuesday. So be, but a part of Kwanzaa. Me, first day of Kwanzaa. You know yeah. what? I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm considering yeah. putting this out on Christmas because what y'all going to
2: do? Go see The Color Purple. Right. I am so excited about I've this I've already movie, seen it. It's so good. I like. They were just on The View. I've been watching all of their interviews. I am so excited Well, I have a this.
1: praise report about that. Uh, shout out to my friend Dex. Uh, actually, I'm going to his birthday party after this. And Dex invited me to a dancer's screening of the color purple because he's a dancer mm-hmm. awesome. um and so i saw it with debbie allen fatima robinson the legendary fatima Ooh, robinson we oh didn't know God, debbie allen's yes. legendary fatima robinson for those of you who were 12 uh is the one who is behind all the iconic dances of Aaliyah. she's the one who choreographed the color purple she was there and all the dancers in the movie were there oh, that's wow. so cool. Wow. so watching the movie with debbie allen fatima robinson and the dancers and the movie's like 60 percent dance wow. yo it's forever like i was so proud of all of them i'm like i don't even know you people i'm so proud of you yeah. And then they were like, they, you could literally see them doing the dances while they were in the audience. And stuff. Uh, it was just, I almost started crying because being around that many people watching their dream come true in real time. Yeah. And I will say this, shout out to Dustin. Uh, you know, guys know Dustin. He's a, a very popular black podcaster. He's oh, also quite. very handsome. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, everybody look at Dustin. Uh, Dustin had uh, posted on Twitter, Fantasia's gonna get an Oscar. Like she needs an she Oscar nod. Nominated. When he said that, I was like, y'all just gassing it up. Like we love Fantasia, but y'all gassing it up. So what I did is I watched a film with an open mind. And I was like, she's all right. but And then halfway through the film, I was like, oh, he was right. And I was like, I'm going to shut the hell up. He was right. So yeah, The Color Purple, I highly recommend it. I was going to see it with Chich and Bridget um, for Christmas, but I've already seen it. I might see it again, depending on how I feel. Yeah. Are you guys going to see it with your family, alone, with a date who's not a date, Jeffrey? How y'all going to see it?
2: Well, Blue, usually you are my movie date. But since you will be leaving town, I'm going to actually probably do a double feature. I'm going to go finally see Renaissance, and I'm going to go see um, Color Purple. You haven't seen Renaissance That's yet? That's a long day. Did, really, you, make
1: sure that, did you make sure that there was...
2: Available still? By Christmas, I feel like everybody will have seen Everybody be seeing The Color Purple. So no, be but it's only playing open. on
1: certain days. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. As speaking. of right now, I heard it was only playing on the weekends. Oh, well, maybe I want Monday. to see Renaissance. Oh. No, Renaissance is the kind of film that you have to buy the tickets weeks in advance to make sure they're available. So oh. if you want to see it for Christmas, you have to be looking for the tickets now. Okay, well, it's Beyonce, friend. You don't know how this works.
2: No, <laughs> I'm, not re- be- I, I, I'm not I like a beehive. I'm not a beehive
1: either. I'm a beekeeper.
2: Oh, no, I like Beyonce, but I don't be like studying all this. Yeah, you stuff. can't do anything. I didn't even know she dropped a, a perfume until I literally saw um our friend Greg. He was holding on his story. I was like, she dropped the perfume.
1: Yeah, I wonder what it smells like. I know, yeah. Lulu, are you planning to see with your family or, uh, well, of course you're seeing with your family, aren't you?
0: What, Beyonce? No, the color purple. No, it's like, because I think that because there's so many children involved and like the kids are not, they not. going to sit still. And yeah. Oh, you said Maybe. family. You met the, t- the kids too. I don't include children when I say family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. There are actual children <laughs> under oh, wow. the age of 10. Oh, when I see this with my family, I see the with my adult cousins. No, That's my family. No, 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 It's a whole movement. Like, it's a whole thing.
1: Oh, so you're going to wait till you're away from them to go see the film?
0: Yeah. Like, there's no way. I can't do it. We're completely involved. Like, it's it's done. Little now
1: that I'm hearing about how family-oriented your life is, if you don't have children, I would completely understand that. Because you have experienced all the facets of... Like, you're like
0: an auntie on steroids. It's alarming. And I think I was telling you and Jeff... That um, I feel bad for my boyfriend who is relatively an introvert Uh and he has to be dragged through these things. And so it's unfortunate for him. I I, I don't know if it's unfortunate because I don't know if he dislikes it because he never says anything. Have you asked? I did. What did he say? He said it was fine. But like, I like sometimes I feel like black men, they just be like, yeah, it's cool. Like it's not detrimental to me. Yeah. So I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's that. So I will say that he never complains. He has never not one time complain, but I know that he's an introvert. And my family is like, it's so much stimulation. They fun. They, we well, are, Jeffrey, you're not an introvert. <laughs> hey, yeah, right. <laughs> of course you fun. Is. Hey, Sly. Hey,
1: right. Lucas. Oh, my God. We
0: hey, like,
1: <laughs> We already know Jeffrey's for the streets. Of course, Jeffrey would love the chaos. Like, yeah, more, more, more. Hey, Sheeta, I was like, the Vance yeah. family is fun. Hey, well, for hey, this well, oh, time can, can you bring uh, Jeffrey instead of Laurence and LaMarca stay home and Rust? <laughs>
0: right. They would love Jeff. You, you, know, should,
1: you like, should be the surrogate boyfriend. I'll show up. <laughs> Right, That would be an interesting Hallmark film about the the gay best friend who shows up as a surrogate boyfriend because the real boyfriend is tired. But then uh, another queer um, in the small village town falls for him. (laughs) They're like, I can't have him. He's
2: straight. And he's
0: like, no, I'm not. Yeah, he comes into the queer. He's like, (laughs) oh, who So then I got
2: to choose between Lou's family and his family. (laughs) (laughs) We've had our tradition for years.
0: Yeah, I can just
1: imagine. It's so funny that you mentioned uh, uh, how we love going to the movies together because this is how I know I love Jeffrey. I told you, I think I've written about this before. When I was seven years old and they asked me in school for Valentine's Day, what is love? I said, love means always having somebody to go to the movies with. Oh, That's cute. I was seven. (laughs) Look, I love you too, friend. And so it's like so funny because no matter what time of day, if it's a matinee and I feel like I want to see a movie and I want to see it with somebody I care about, I know I can hit up Jeffrey. And there are very few people I can do that with, right? I actually feel like dating is one of those things where It's spoken by as a sport online. We're talking about in the last episode about how dating is, you know, that guy was scared to walk up to your friend at the bar because he's scared about all the stuff you see on the Internet. Right. And I really do wish people understood that the Internet is not real life when it comes to dating. The things that I'm seeing in real life do not mirror the clickbait that is being commodified on the Internet. And it's so interesting because you see people on the internet that you have parasocial relationships with. For those who don't know, a parasocial relationship means you know me, I don't know you. (laughs) So for 98% of the people watching this show, we're having a parasocial relationship with us. Even though you ask us very personal questions when you run into us in person, you don't technically know us. It's parasocial. And I think for me, the the time I realized I didn't like it was at the Beyonce concert, funny enough, talking about Beyonce. I had left Boston, flew to Beyonce um, to see it with my friend Sarita. It was going to be a fun time in the middle of a really stressful month. My mother had just gotten diagnosed with kidney failure. I was like, I need something fun. We go to the concert. I'm having a great time. I forget all my cares. I go to the bathroom. I get recognized once or twice because of my voice. So now I'm recognizing I can't talk because I'm a podcaster and people recognize my voice. No biggie. Somebody pushes up against me and I say, excuse me. I don't know how much bass I had in my voice when I said, excuse <laughs> me. This young lady's head flipped around. And I thought she was going to, I smiled thinking she was going to say, hey, aren't you blue? And we were going to have a moment like the first two girls. And instead, she flipped around and said, Blue, how's your mom? She's still sick? No, hello. No, nice to meet you. No, I appreciate your work. She went straight to the most personal thing that you could ask me as a a complete fucking stranger. And I said, what's your name? And then she told me her name. I said, next time, start with that. And I walked away. Because it felt so intrusive.
3: Really? It felt
1: really, because it was, those, those people don't recognize when you're going through something that's that heavy, even friends who – you guys wouldn't roll up and me like that. You guys would be like, hey, Blue, how are you? How's your mom doing? We know each other, right? There's something about having a complete stranger who has not even introduced themselves roll up to you at a festive occasion and demand to know what's happening to your mother in, the, in, in her most trying time fighting for her life. I was shocked by how invasive it felt.
3: Yeah.
1: It felt very invasive and very presumptuous. And I haven't talked about my mother and her illness since then because I was like, ooh, I'm having a parasocial relationship with the audience where I've warmed up to them every week. They hear me every week. I don't know who the fuck you are. We've never spoken. I've never heard your name or your voice. There's a certain comfort you have with me that I don't have with you yet because I haven't met you yet. And so yeah, parasocial relationships are very, very funny. And my question to you guys, because it's one of the questions that we got in the Q&A, you like that segue? Was how are Lulu and Jeffrey doing with being public figures? Because apparently in a previous episode, I mentioned once you do a pod, you're not a celebrity, but you're still a public figure. And that's still a thing, right? Have you guys thought about your relationship with being public figures, considering we're doing this thing of consistent output?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, people always ask me about food. That's probably the biggest thing I get people (laughs) to come up and talk (laughs) to me about (laughs) food. Like, literally the macaroni and cheese always, but... uh, Do
1: they introduce themselves? Like, how do they act? Um...
2: I mean, I know it's a parasocial relationship when it comes to me. Be like, oh, Jeffro Five. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's the whole screen name. It'll be. I've gotten a lot of Jeffro Five. Like that's something that's always kind of happened. But I don't. For me, I don't mind it because I'm one of those people. I feel like if I put it out there, you, in a sense, have the right to you know ask me about it. It's not the
1: right. It's the how. Yeah, now if, yeah, if they coming up it's aggressive, the like they
2: like real aggressive or something like that. But like, hold on, I mean, I'll still answer your question, but <laughs> slow down. Yeah, but it, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I don't. No, no, I. mean, nothing,
1: me. nothing's happened yet to bother because it, it doesn't yeah, bother nothing, you until something happens to bother you. Nothing has happened that
2: to bother me yet. Because
1: yeah. I've done Hollywood Unlocked, where people I've gotten death threats. So I've gotten death threats. I've gotten all types of nasty messages. That moment was the first time I was ever bothered. Mm. You know what I mean? So you never know when it's gonna hit you. Like, oh, this is too familiar. I'm gonna be curious to see how you think. Oh how you feel the first time someone's too familiar. Hopefully you know? it won't happen. Yeah, I, hope, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's not <laughs> a great feeling. How about you Lulu? Yeah. Have you thought about how you're going to feel having people roll up on you like they know you? Ask about Leron? How's Laron?
0: Mm-hmm. No, how's <laughs> Master Splinter? What how they call How's Master him Splinter? <laughs> um, honestly, I, I, I had to say this and I hope it all do not sound ridiculous. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but like when I was playing sports like at my HBCU, Mhm. Because like I was a volleyball player, like people used to feel like they knew me also. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is before I'm I'm Asian myself, but like this is <laughs> really before like you the know. internet. How far are you aging? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was before like internet. It was before social media. So like people were like making themselves very comfortable like with. Me and who I was because I was a public figure on campus. Right. And like, I felt like, I, and I didn't realize like hindsight is 2020. 20, I was like, because people used to always like say things because like the volleyball team was a really big thing on campus, but it's only because we had a spandex uniform. It's that's the only reason that literally the only reason, like that's the only reason why we I have
1: a question for you. Sure. Because a, a campus is a localized controlled environment. Sure. How would you feel if you were out someplace where you would have no inclination? Like you were in Europe and somebody rolled up and there was nothing warning you that you would be known how would you do you think you would feel in a situation where it's not localized
0: um i think that i think that all of it is jarring and that's what i was getting to oh you
1: found a jarring on campus even yeah. when it was controlled yes
0: oh wow that like that that was the point that i was trying to make and so i was like this was very this is a very small scale and i was just like wow like you feel very comfortable talking to me and we have never spoken in anything, like, in any, and it's just like, oh, Lusasha, the volleyball player, and da, 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 ba, ba, ba. And this is, again, years ago, and where there's no social media. So that's, that's the point I was trying to make. And so that's why I was like, I was like, oh. Like, because I didn't know, like, how Jeff was saying, like, oh, I don't know how many people listen to this. I don't know how many people, like, go to our games and watch us and know who I am.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, even just know who I am and, like, my number and, like, all that stuff. Like, they know who we are. And so then that's a thing. And then, so then you're being judged off of this. Again, this is years ago, and this is on a very small scale. And it's like, you have like, a. a and my coach used to say it. She was like, you guys are all watched. Everyone's watching you. Mm-hmm. And that's why we ask you guys to do a certain thing because people are watching. This is before social media. Before. But how do you think, but, but I'm trying to bring it to the present though. How do you think that you'll receive it now though in the present tense? I think that my mother gave me some great advice because my mom's great. And when I she does it. give good advice. I'll, I'll give you that for <laughs> But she, like, one time this guy on the basketball team had said that we had had sex and I was still a virgin. So I was devastated. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is crazy. I've never been touched. I can't believe <laughs> that somebody was, because I'm so sheltered. I didn't know that people just be, like, niggas lie on their dick, like, a lot. All the time. Tremendous you guys hear that? Penis. Men
1: lie on their penises this day, all the time. Girls lie on their vaginas, too.
0: Men, women lie on their vaginas. But well, like I'm men lying on that. their dick. You get fucked a lot, Jeffrey. Go ahead. wait, what? <laughs> you have a lot of sex. That's oh. why you ain't got a lot Go <hit it>. ahead. <laughs> but I say that to say, I remember I called my mom in shambles and I was like, I can't believe this guy. Uh, my mom was like, girl. Niggas going to lie on you for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, wow. I wasn't expecting that to be the heartwarming event. That is true. It's true, though. It's true. But she was like, you have to decide, like, you know, you can d- conduct yourself a certain way. And that doesn't even. And she was like, that should be a lesson to you. You cannot conduct yourself a certain way and expect a certain al- a- amount of, like, reverence or respect or anything. Because one nigga can just walk in and like, I fucked her. Complete lie. Total lies and all the things are like oh, oh, she's a hoe now. Like and and that that's literally what happened because I was like oh I'm like they thought you were a hoe while you were a virgin. Yes, that is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I guess, it's it's a real. to be called thing. a hoe. I at least want to have the fun that comes with it. <laughs> please, <laughs> like God, please. Let's. I beg of you to have the fun. <laughs> and so like when I realized that and my mom the the and I. When, when I say this, I was like, at the time, I was like, Dope. yo, she was like, didn't... Because I was all crying, I was sad. She was like, yo, these niggas is niggering. Mm-hmm. All right, that's, that That's we reached our N-word quota for the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but no, like, she was saying, like, yo, basically, they will say what they want to say. And it's all about, like, how you receive it. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter what you do. And that's why this... Internet culture of you should do this and women should do this and men should do this because people are gonna say about you what they want to say. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It so you, does- so you don't think you're gonna have any feelings about what?
1: Because the question was, how do you think you're gonna feel about it?
0: um Yeah, I'm not gonna have any feelings.
1: So, because so you're, uh, this is interesting for me because you were so young when you were taught not to care what people think because they're gonna lie anyways. You were actually pre prepared for the internet before it was a thing. Yeah that's interesting big I, ups to Sly big ups to Sly now I feel like I need to meet Sly because yeah. I, I need some of these gems uh, the next question is going to be we're going to go through this quickly do you have any white friends? I don't know why we got asked this question I do, yes <laughs> I, I too have white friends how two about you? we all hey do hey Josh,
2: hey Justin
0: white. Wait, you only have
1: two white friends?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: oh wow I, I have more than I can count how about you Lou? I have tons of white friends and I had a white friend who came to one of my birthday parties and she was like oh, you have more white friends than me? I was like y'all are everywhere yeah, you're the norm.
1: You're the well, norm. not in Jeffrey's world because Jeffrey apparently <laughs> only has. And be no, the craziest thing too about living here in L. A. No,
2: I don't living here in L. A. And people as black people when they move to L. A. Like, oh, it's not black enough, it's not. But I'm like, all I know is black people, and I didn't no, seek yeah. out black people. It's you're just, surrounded by I'm surrounded. black people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I think we got that question because we're so proudly pro-black. So that's to tell you that, funny enough, Jeffrey's the most pro-black of the three of us. Who would have thunk <laughs> it? I'm telling you. <laughs> Mr. No Subconscious has... Only... <laughs> <laughs> that is wild to me. All right, next question is, what is your biggest fear? And these are rapid fire, so hit it. Biggest fear? Going to jail. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like, you telling me
2: what to do, when I can eat and what I can and can't. Uh-uh, I don't like that.
1: We believe that. <laughs> What's your biggest fear, Blue? Mediocrity. Ooh.
2: Yeah, I can handle that before going to jail.
1: Oh, I think I do well in jail. Me and Lulu were talking about it. We think we would do well in jail. Mm-mm. I think Communal we'd b- have shepherd. lots of friends. We'd have our own little cliques. She'd be asserting her dominance from the smaller women. I think mediocrity <laughs>
0: is for me too because I, I think I would I would have expressed it differently than when you said it. You said it very simple because I would have been like, I don't like being just regular than somebody else and da, da, da. A basic bitch. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like mediocrity. There's no
2: luxury in prison. I can't do it. For
0: some people there are. I don't Jeff know. would probably be
1: one of those people Jeffrey <laughs> the, the irony of you saying I think we, all three of us would do very well in prison I don't want to find out. No, no, I understand, <laughs> but I think all three of us have attributes that would help us do very well in yeah, prison. No, I, I, You'd be twisting everybody's hair, honey. <laughs> right, listen. You'd be in the commissary, making up, chefing up the food. First of no. all. You'd be a prison chef on YouTube and probably I'm, have a million not, followers. No, no. <laughs> like,
2: no. <laughs> None of us want to go to jail. Right now, my stomach is telling me what I can and cannot do, <laughs> and I hate it here. Yeah, Jeffrey's <laughs> so, incorrigible.
1: That's literally yeah. the word. You're incorrigible. Like, I don't want you there. You're like uh, a bad little kid, but you're an adult.
2: Uh-uh. Don't t- uh-uh.
1: <laughs> so we're two people who don't want to be mediocre. You just don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to prison for nothing. That a, is Not even for overnight. Mm-mm.
0: Jeff was like, I was born above board. So oh, I, yeah. he was mm-hmm. like, I'm not mediocre
2: Mm-mm. in My any mama, capacity. She did so. her job to make sure I've never been in jail. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
0: do the rest.
2: I'm going to get a rest.
1: As <laughs> a black man in America, that's a, that's a big feat to have your yeah. your big age and not, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And by biggest, I mean over 18. Yeah. Like it's not even that big for black men. What is your biggest ick?
2: I'm gonna go first, I don't
0: want to go <laughs> Damn. first because I was like, Jeff need to go first. What's your biggest egg? Like, ew.
2: I don't like, um, I don't know. It came to mind because I just did it the other night. Vomit.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. We're going to pivot. to Thank you, Jeffrey. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't need you to expound on that because I'm going to throw
0: up. <laughs> I don't like insecurity. That is a very good one. I don't like that. And I feel like, the older I get, the more I recognize it. And the younger I was, I didn't realize. And I hate to say it again. I hope it don't sound ridiculous. But like a lot of times women who are vibrant and young and It's different now, I feel like, with all the social media. Allegedly. Because you get to share information. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why it's different, because you get to share information. And when you're younger, when you were 20, when you and I are 20, we're going through it independently. By yourself. And we're really just trying to figure it out right then, right now. Watching
1: the CW and no black people. Mm -hmm. There's no black
0: people in there. So it's just me and my mom. And my mom was giving me great advice, but I was just like, dang, like, the guys that I was dating, like there were, they were like things, and it was so because I think they you're were in-
1: saying pro- projected insecurity. Because you're actually very kind when someone is insecure around you. In a hey, friend, I need some h- counsel. Mm-hmm. You're a
0: cancer. You're very loving.
1: Yes, it's when people projected on you. I think that you're triggered.
0: But I think that yeah. when it's men, the dynamic shifts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're so right. like that's that's the thing that I'm speaking of mm. because I'm like I didn't know for a long time in my adult life.
2: Wait. So are we saying like icks and like partners or something or it just like yeah, in I general oh well, stupidity sorry I thought like that's what I was like vomit. I
1: thought no, you were no, like what's no, both could be valid I mean yeah. you, you don't want your partners vomiting on you either that's not my key. so to synthesize this uh, Jeffrey does not like people who are stupid and thorough yeah I don't like stupid yeah Jeffrey stupidity. is mean to stupid people we've actually confronted him about this several times just, Yeah, you're so mean to the you dumb you don't even have to be
2: like the most intelligent because I never am the most intelligent person in the room <laughs> but I mean he's not
1: I'm
0: the cutest right he's like I'm the cutest you you are mean to dumb people.
1: <laughs> if Jeffrey thinks you're dumb, you'll know very quickly because he'll oh, laugh at you yes. while you're there. He'll think oh. you're too stupid to notice. Stupidity
2: is that. that ooh, so yours that is yours
1: is stupidity and throwing up. Yours is men who who are insecure within a relationship. Which again,
0: it's I, really people. Makes sense. It's
1: people, honestly. All like, human beings. Like
0: if we're if we're you know as we go into the new year, like I think that and you would agree with that, Jeff, as well when you have relationships with people and they have insecurities around specific things, because I think that that's another thing because people have insecurities around very specific things sometimes, especially if they're successful in one capacity, but they're insecure in another one and you trigger that insecurity and you're like, bitch, you fucking slaying on this thing. And like, I can't believe that you're mad at me about this other specific thing. So, I love that you
1: mentioned the specificity because one of the biggest lies that's ever been told on a meme, because a lot of you think you're deep because you keep copying and pasting memes into your um, status updates. Like we don't all have the same algorithm and didn't see that five times already. Um, Or like
2: we don't know the real you. Yeah,
1: right. (laughs) So like this thing of people copying and pasting the same memes over and over again trying to sound deep is really annoying. But one of the biggest lies I've ever seen as a meme was nobody doing better than you is hating on you. That's a fucking lie. Whoever wrote that stupid-ass meme move to Los Angeles or New York. Because this town is full of rich, successful people with Emmys, Oscars, EGOTs, who are haters because you still have a joy that they don't have access to. Yeah. I hate the ones
2: that be like... um to be successful, move in silence. Don't tell nobody. It's stuff like that. Real G's like, moving
1: sounds like, like yeah, G and lasagna. Like all of
2: that, I'm like, if you don't tell nobody, how's anybody gonna know what you're doing? Well, like I open will your say, mouth, somebody can help you.
1: Yeah, I will say, I think there's levels. I think that there's one is levels. very new. Nu- there's levels. I think it's nuance. Like it's very, yeah, it's very, very, very nuanced.
2: nuanced. But I mean, in the sense of like, you just ain't saying nothing. Like you're not telling nobody, hey, I want to be a chef.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, I th- I think that you should tell people when you are safe. Because there's a way that you could tell somebody that would actually block a blessing. And I've learned that the hard way.
2: Well, maybe I'm lucky because
1: I No, you're not lucky. You're just picky.
2: Well, I always tell everybody... Anybody, I mean, I tell them what I'm doing, what I'm working on, what I want to do, and it comes back to me. It works out for me, you know.
1: I think that you're... We're we're getting having a conscious
0: subconscious because there's some conversations... Here we go.
1: Here we go, Yeah, this always goes with Jeff with his subconscious.
0: (laughs) There are are conversations... I was going to say about Jeff's subconscious. It's about Jeff that... I feel like the thing about Jeff is Jeff is super attractive and Jeff is like a very like vibrant person as well. Mm-hmm. So that does not go unnoticed. So all the people you can't operate the same way Jeff does mm-hmm. because be he's talented, he's handsome, and, like, he could do, all like, all this other stuff. So, it's like, Jeff was like, well, it just worked out for me. And I was like, no, you have, like, all these other things like, Yeah, you <laughs> that You, 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 you do. tend to <laughs> oversimplify
1: how things happen for you.
0: Yeah. You oversimplify Yeah, it, you Jeff, oversimplify a lot. And that's not true. It's literally not true. We either. know you
1: in real life. Talking about, I know you in real life. We know you in real life. Yeah, You'd be the world's worst, uh, like, guru because you would make everything sound ten times simpler than it is. And all your devotees would be like, it didn't work for me, friend. <laughs> yeah. You
3: found
0: kind a of recipe. <laughs> is this? Yeah, no, you would suck as a guru. Uh, have you, I ever told you about how Jeff gave me this? Uh, um, uh, what's it called? Shrimp and grits repris- recipe? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm not. That was thinking very much early before. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff, you,
1: I love that you oversimplify things, but I, I need you to tell. No, if you were watching a reality show, and you saw a reality show following you for a whole season you'd probably be the person who'd be the most stunned by the finale. You'd probably show up with your hair blonde, having an identity (laughs) crisis like, I did not know that's how I was showing up in this world. Because you were like, la, 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 la. Meanwhile, all these things are happening. You know know the analogy I think of? The baby crossing the, the highway? And everybody's freaking out and the baby's like, la la la. The highway's easy to cross. <laughs> that is Meanwhile, the joke. cars are like swerving, and all t- the helicopters are swerving. <laughs> yeah, no friend. Your version is always very lovely. And I would love to live in your mind for about 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> oh, it's a whole fairy tale up here. The only time yeah! He, yeah, the only
1: time he's not simplified is when he hears somebody stupid. Suddenly he becomes oh. very granular. So you're a dumbass on Tuesdays too. Oh. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Stupidious all right. We're gonna pivot to oh, I didn't say my biggest egg. Uh my biggest ick, honestly, is um, mean-spiritedness. Mm. I do not like, I'm blunt, I'm not mean. Mean is not is not about what you say or even how you say it. There's it, a spirit of meanness. There are people who can do the right thing all the time and you could just say they're a mean, stingy heifer, mm. right? Mm. And there are folks who might trip over the, a word or say their incorrect thing or make a slightly inappropriate joke, but you know their heart. I cannot stand a mean-spirited person because that means you're not just miserable in, in a self-contained way. You're, you're bleeding all over the place and making us all pay for it. I hate that. I hate that universally in all people. So, yeah, if you're a mean bitch, probably stay away from me. Um, and mean sometimes hides behind jokes. Mm-hmm. I can always tell you who's a mean. See, co- you can pick up on a
2: mean spirit. Oh,
1: we ha- yeah. We have a, a friend who all the jokes are mean. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to laugh anymore because I know it's going to be my turn when I leave the room. Uh, the next question that we had, you guys, these are all asked by you. So if there's a question that was missing, you didn't ask it. What's the biggest misconception of you?
2: I think that I'm, maybe because I say, oh, I live in a fairy tale, that I'm always happy. Like, that's one thing. People literally think it is 24-7
0: Like happiness. Rose Island from the Golden Girls? Yes. <laughs> How about you, Lulu? What's the biggest misconception about you? Uh, I don't know. Dang. <laughs> Actually, y'all, clear,
2: y'all cleared up my biggest misconception. Blue cleared it up when you read my cards and you found out I'm a big old softie inside because folks think that I'm not. He's y'all not even thought that go. I wasn't. He's not going to let this Blue, go. The damn Blue cards. cleared it up herself. Jeff. The cards
0: cleared it up. I was a conduit. Oh, honey. Jeff, first <laughs> of all, nobody, well, I don't know about Blue, but I knew you were a softie. We all knew
1: you were a softie, Jeff. That wasn't the miscommunication. We knew you were a softie. But when I said it, y'all was like, uh-uh, no, you a fuck boy. No, uh-uh. no you could be a softie and a fuck boy. Why yeah. are you acting like they're mutually exclusive? <laughs> Y'all treated me like it was.
2: <laughs> Y'all was like, uh-uh, no, no, no. I was like...
1: You are a jaded I'm just going softie. through my billionaire right now. Yeah, you're a jaded so- You're a jaded, uh, like, Care Bear. So you're almost like the Lulu with the, the kitten don't wanna with the... I say jaded.
2: I ain't giving nobody that much credit.
1: Oh, see? See? I, mean, <laughs> I love how he always proves our point during his counter. Literally. <laughs> we don't even have to respond. I'm not hurt. Fuck that nigga. Okay, you know what? Um, Lulu, your biggest misconception, you don't know. Well, I think that that you used to be a hoe. That you used when to you be were a virgin, that I used to be a, That's hoe. a pretty big one, friend. I feel like that is once
0: upon a time not, not long, long ago, ago. I was, I was a, a hoe. hoe. Stop! No copyright. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Mariah. No, but I really, I really do think that the the biggest misconception is that I was a hoe. Like I feel like people loved they they want to believe this about me so much, and when when it happened to me when I was in college, my mom was like, "Girl." Pff. If you worry about what these people are saying about you, mm-hmm. you will be a sad sis. Is it weird that the word hoe has never hit for me as an insult? I'm like, okay. I'll yeah. Be f-
1: yeah, the word hoe has always been completely neutral for me. Like, I, I embrace it. it. Huh? Well, I you're. G- I wonder if it's because you're a guy that, probably, ma- that yeah. probably makes more sense. It, it hits honestly. different as a man. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- honestly think that me being a woman and, and being apathetic to the word hoe probably is because I... Did have sex so late, and so I was cl- I claimed it as a good thing. If it had, if I had went, went through what you went through, I think I might have been icked out. Only because I one time was playing truth or dare with a group of friends, and they asked me a question about your your holiest moment, and I shared my story. I've now been told to never share that story. Again. <laughs> oh, you think I ain't gonna ask you? <laughs> I've, been, I've, been told, I've shared that story like five times, and three of those people told me I am disturbed. And so I was like, I don't think the story was that bad. I think I've shared it with you, and for you, it was no big deal. I think I've shared it with you actually. It's never a big so deal. So yeah, it was not a big deal. I didn't think it was a big deal, and I'm pretty—I'm a girl scout, I think. And I shared the story, and I could literally feel everybody in the the room judging me. Mm. If it, it was unsafe. That's the only time that being perceived as a hoe felt nasty. But it wasn't about the hoe. It was about you guys being mean spirited and judgmental. So it's not even the word hoe. It's just the fact of
2: back to that mean spirit. Yeah,
1: y'all told me I was safe, and I fucking wasn't. Yeah, mm. yeah. Don't do, don't tell me I'm safe if I'm not. Cause now I'm shooting everybody cause (laughs) y'all lied to me. I'm like Cleo on the way out. Um, because misconception about me, uh, that I'm a know it all. It's factually inaccurate. I'm constantly asking questions. I'm not a know it all, I'm gonna ask it all. But because I'm always asking questions and then coming back with the answers, people think I'm a know it all. Every video I do on things like, Hey guys, I woke up with this question and I Googled it and I did some research. Like I always start with questions. Um, so you're not a hoe, um, you're not always happy. And I'm actually asking questions, not answering them. I feel like I, did we miss anything? Do we, we have any perceived misconceptions about each other?
2: I don't, because when I meet people, I'm I at a space where I meet people, I accept you as you are, so. No, like, that you think you that people up? might have about us. Oh, that I think people have about y'all too?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't have that space on the podcast, <laughs> it's audio. I know,
2: yeah, right. <laughs> um. No, that other people might have about y'all, no.
0: I think yeah, I think we all pretty much come off pretty clearly for people are paying attention. And that's a guy paying attention. That part. Cause I think that um I I think that people love to embrace negative qualities about you too. Mm. Like they, they wanna see like if they see somebody who's vibrant mm-hmm. and a lot of people like are drawn to them, they wanna find something that like it's negative about them. Like, oh, I heard it. Oh, I heard. Or they want to assume it comes from a place of negativity, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, that's the unfortunate part, which I think that what happened to me, because I was like, it's not before, it's before social media. So I was like, I'm not really a social media. But I remember that vividly, because when I was, like, in college, people were like, oh, I thought you were a hoe. And I was like, wow.
1: On a scale of one to ten, this is actually one of the questions. On a scale of one to ten, how confident do you think you are?
0: Um... I think I'm like at an eight, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to still be at an eight past yeah. a certain age in this
1: in this day and age is a big deal. Yeah. I would love to
2: say I'm a 10, but I really be at like a eight. Some days a 7.5. Yeah.
0: 7.5, really? Honestly,
2: you know what? I feel least confident, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. When I'm cooking, I never Do you care. Yeah. It's never until the guests eat, and they're like, oh my God, it's so good. Or, you know, Do that's you what it's like. Yeah. Right? But, when I'm preparing it, even if I've tasted it myself and I'm like, I like it, serving it to somebody else. I'm so,
0: I'm, It's so interesting to hear you say that, Jeff. Oh, my God. Because like, I, like, we always say that and you're like, oh, I'm so happy you say that. But I thought he was just saying that to me. Yes, no, I can I tell, no, I can
1: tell he meant it. Even, even when I be nervous. cooking
2: for you, like, y'all, just y'all, not even like yeah. people that paying clients to, I'm always very much like, oh, God. No,
1: his face. Like his eyes be like, <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you, the first time You eat something with Jeff If you take the first bite If you pay attention He's staring I at you Like a creep that in the food corner. out not
2: run yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gonna start cleaning Or something you start, so you, start, you
1: start looking at people Um. So you're an eight You're an eight I actually think I'm an eight as well and, and, and it's so funny Because I think Seven or eight Are probably the default answers But I think we're all Sincerely eights I don't think anybody's lying mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting Though that a lot of people Lie about how confident they are And make themselves feel better Thinking that we're all lying People like that make me nervous because I, it means you, you want us to bond over brokenness. And I don't yeah. think I'm broken enough for you, fam. <laughs> I don't think I got it. My bad. trauma so, Yeah. I don't, <laughs> think I, I don't think I'm broken enough for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I
0: can't speak for everybody else. But the reason why I said say an eight is because I feel confident for the most part. Mm-hmm. And there are only specific people who can make me feel unconfident. Really? An like who? Family? My, my parents. Yeah, that makes sense. It's literally my like Lutheran's Sly. Those are only people who can like bring me down. If it's like a random guy, if it's like people, like anybody out here, they can say whatever they want. They can be like, "Oh my god, you did, you did da, da, da. and even with Luther and Sly, when I say something, like if I come, I'll be like, oh, "Okay, cool. Like I'm gonna keep it cute," but I'm like, "Damn, does you care? Because I care about what they think, and that that's what that twenty percent was for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't say hundred percent because." Literally a hundred percent of the outside world, I really don't care. Like I had a homeboy say some crazy shit to me today on Instagram, but based off a relationship I had, and it was, and I was like, I really don't even care what he cares. Like I don't care. But like my parents, I care, and I hate that I care so Why? much. Like I don't know, cause like I I hate it, and I hate it, but I also don't hate it. Because like I love those people so much, because I know they love me. That means you're invested. That's a good thing. And I know I'm so safe with them. And they're Mm -hmm. they're the most amazing parents. I have the most amazing parents ever. Like they're awesome. So when they do say something to me, and sometimes, and that's not that because I have amazing parents doesn't mean they're not toxic. That's some of the shit Doesn't mean they're not human, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, but I say that to say so. Sometimes I have some of those tendencies, and I I. Carry them and whatever. So if they say specific things to me, I do carry it and I do like care about it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I really don't. Okay. But that, that's why I'm saying like that 20%. Like I really don't care about all these people in the streets. Niggas don't care about whatever. Da-da-da-da. I actually
1: do care about a lot of people.
0: I, 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 don't, nice. I, I don't, I
1: don't, I don't, I think the common misconception is that confidence is tethered to not caring. I care a lot and I'm still confident mm-hmm. because I think I have the tools to process what I'm hearing. So if someone says something really hurtful to me and I care about them and I care what they think. And I also am aware of what, why they're saying it and how much of it is true about me and how much of it is them projecting. I can process that and care about you
0: and still be like, that's not my shit.
2: I care about what my friends say. Yeah. Like my real friends, I care about what y'all say. So.
0: But then again, I think blue, what you're saying is completely true because like your confidence and your perception of how you feel about yourself is separate than feedback exactly like i can take feedback and here's the thing i can take feedback and be like i
1: never thought of that let me sit with that or yo you're so far off the base this is ridiculous what's really going on and it's not based in ego it's based in i want to get better but i don't want to eat fruit from the poison tree and i've learned because i bit so many poison trees i've learned what's poisonous and what's like sincere feedback and sometimes i'll just be disagreeing and sometimes i'll be like i didn't even think that about myself even And here's the thing, we always say that people are not being fair or being unkind or whatever, don't get you when they're saying bad things. We don't ever say that when they're blowing smoke up our asses with good things that aren't true either. I love that fake compliments ring my bell as much as uh, fake hate. If someone gives me a compliment I don't think I deserve, I can't receive that either. Do you guys like all compliments, or can you tell when a compliment is full of shit? Oh yeah, I can tell when it's full of shit, yeah. I'm taking all of them. I'll take them. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I just I don't believe them, you. <laughs> but I know when la, it's la, like... La. It's giving praise kink part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next question. Do you think your intellect is intimidating? Mm, um. I'm going to start with this one and be concise for the sake of time. Uh, I don't think my intellect is intimidating. I think. I think the fact that I think I deserve my intellect is intimidating. I think that uh, if if I was a a straight white man who talked exactly the way I talk, it wouldn't even be notable. Right. I think it's the fact that I have the audacity to be a plus size black uh, like woman in America and not be rich and think that I can take up this much space. I think that's why my intellect is intimidating. But I don't think I'm that brilliant. Like, oh my God, it's so intimidating. I think you're just mad that I'm doing it. Somebody else could do it all the time. You think it was great? If Zendaya talked just like me, y'all would think it was amazing. It's because I have it. That's why I think it's intimidating. How about you, Lulu?
0: Um I think that I am mediocre at best. Oh shit. What is what? this no, is just a good turn. No. Look at Jeffrey's face. Jeffrey's like no, wait. But I realized at my big age that I'm smarter than most people. Because, like, so they're was, even more mediocre. No, I've been surrounded by like so many smart people that I was like, oh, I think I'm just like an average Joe. Uh, but then when you're around like other people, you're like, Stupid dang. People. Oh, here we go. You triggered Jeffrey. <laughs> you had,
1: to, you <laughs> had <laughs> to trigger Jeffrey. I was dummies. like, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out.
0: Y'all was like trying to cut me off at the pass. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I got more to say.
1: <laughs> Jeffrey said dummies. You're going to write a book called Dummies for Dummies. going <laughs> <Right>. to <laughs> let them identify themselves. Right. Dummy no <laughs> dummies. No dummies. I mean. <laughs> Jeffrey, like, so when did you start your hatred for dummies? Real quick, I just want—I'm just curious. I just
2: sometimes when I'm talking to an adult who is the same age or within the same age, and they are saying things that my five-year-old uh, nephew would say, I'm just like, you when? really mean that? Like, not just like, oh, we're he having said, a light joking really moment. Like,
1: so oh, you think you're you g- g- really? judgmental? Do you think you're judgmental
2: when you're stupid?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh wow, he said yeah. I'm only judgmental yeah. when you're stupid. I'm gonna pivot before we <laughs> get so there's there. that. There's that. Okay, what would people be the most surprised to know about you? Jeff. Mm Mm-hmm. You're different Uh, starting this one, child. mm Mm-hmm the most mm-hmm. surprised The pull out mimos- the cards to make sure you're not right. lying to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See, <laughs> why are you getting it? nervous when I put the cards what's out? Saying? No, I am
2: trying to think what, what am I surprised to know about myself? Um,
1: <laughs> the, the 95% of your subconscious that you've been lying about. since. I can't yeah. wait for him to get hypnotized and find out what's in there.
0: Oh my God, I'm afraid. Possible. We're going to have to bring him some food and come check on him. <laughs> <when he wants laughs> well, I'll go. Yeah. I think that um, people will be most surprised to know that I'm submissive. I wouldn't be, but Jeff was. Yeah, I he definitely not Lutasha. No, Jeff, you were you were surprised two episodes ago with a man. Yeah.
2: That you're actually dating with Lebron. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. Like I'm not surprised there. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Wow, now somebody's blowing your back out in 6'7". seven. Not, <laughs> right. not, master not,
2: sprinter. Master not sprinter. Back, yeah. back in the day when you had a lineup, I, no, you wouldn't be submissive to any of them. but
1: Not any of them. You love giving somebody a roster, huh? I see how you play. If I ever do get a roster, I'm not telling Jeffrey shit. Uh, Jeffrey, you don't think there's something people would be surprised? I don't know. and Nothing that nobody's ever pointed out to me. I don't do
2: know. Do you have a shy streak? Do I have a shy streak? Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe I that's it then. I think all people would be surprised
1: to know yeah. the Trevor have a shy streak. I guess, yeah. What
0: does a shy shriek mean? I, am very, bullshit. I get
1: very <laughs> nervous. What we I have we to do like, about? like
2: public speaking, honestly, not this for some reason, but public speaking for me. I am palms are sweating. I'm nervous. I'm nervous until you put me out there. But uh, it's the thought of it, the build up to it. I'm always like, oh my God. Well, do oh you know what I
1: keep on hearing today? That we need to stop telling Jeffrey shit and just give him no choice. Yeah. Just throw him that shit. Just, We're just. Minutes we uh, in an hour. Because yeah. when I mean it, I mean it. But it's Ever the since thought- the day that we had to capture you from the airport to come do the episode, I knew that we needed to get okay. a little thing around your ankle <laughs> because that's a lot. The question was surprised to know, uh, submissive, shy. Mm, both. I think people would be surprised to know that I can be submissive and shy. Okay. Look at us being members of each other. You yeah. um, know. <laughs> have you ever dated a celebrity? Please, for the sake of us not having lawyers, do not mention their names. But have you ever dated a celebrity? A simple yes or no and a, a quick anecdote, if possible, would, would hit.
2: Define date. Oh shit.
1: <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> we ain't got that kind of time child. <laughs> Have you ever had sex with a celebrity? Yes. I live okay. in Los Angeles, <laughs> so of course. I really wanted to answer this question. We all live in LA. That's why I really right. want to That's say. Right. That's on, you. yeah. Yeah, Lulu, keep this one cute. I uh, yes. I too, yes. Moving on. Um let's keep that one cute. Uh what is your type?
0: Jeff,
2: my type is Confident, honestly. Attractive. Attra- of course, attractive. Well, everybody's different. Attractive.
1: If you are a good, kind, confident person, whatever the hell he's about to say now with these lies, if Make you are sure not fine. No, if you're not fine, you can't be cute. It can't be your mama and your friends think you're cute. Don't tell me. <laughs>
2: Beauty is in He's the like, eye of the beholder. Jeff,
1: if you I would not be lie. cast on a television show. Right. <laughs> okay. Jeff is a liar. <laughs> if Carlos King would not cast you on a program, <laughs> you are not attractive enough for Jeffrey Smith Jr. Um,
2: yeah, so outside of attractive.
1: Yes. <laughs> look at me and Lulu like, please don't lie on the show. There is, I, need,
2: I just need you to have a confidence about you. like,
1: And not be dumb. Back
2: to the, um, the second, I think it was the second question that you asked us. Um, Oh shit! Now I can't remember. Damn, you just asked like two questions ago, but uh, confidence is very important.
1: It's key. Yeah, you need confidence for somebody like you, child, because when you get going, yeah, I think you need confidence for all three of us. Yeah. I don't think any of us could because
2: sometimes confidence can make somebody that's a little less attractive, a little bit more attractive.
1: Sometimes, no, this is not the sometimes the little be doing. This is most times. A lot of times. Most <laughs> times your confidence will give you an extra confidence. It will points. give you an extra yes. Yes. I had a friend growing up, ooh, let me watch my language, because they all watch this. Shout out to the Facebook crew. Uh-oh. Um, you know everybody on Facebook be in your business, child. Um, I had a friend who I did not know was unattractive until we stopped being friends because she was so confident. Mm.
0: and I love that for her mm-hmm. honestly I really do I had a friend when I first moved to LA and she was not conventionally attractive mm-hmm. but sis used to dress really nice and sis used to be like "When oh, me walk up in here I'm about to kill it. So she was sexy. And she did you yeah, kill she, it. Yeah,
1: she was sexy. She I was- always say I get in trouble for this saying the sexy and, and and attractive are not the same thing. And they can coexist but they're not the same thing. Don't count people how out cuz sometimes people got to glow thing, up. are not the same thing though. Because I know a lot of people who are who are pretty, but I don't think that they're sexy.
0: Yeah, and so I know, I not only like people who are sexy, but un- their face is not really under given the like umbrella that. of attractive. I guess is pretty and sexy are mm-hmm. in different categories. Yes, like under the umbrella of tequila is mezcal and reposado. I agree. Yes, so it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. actually, I agree. Yeah,
2: because I know some some very sexy people that yeah. when you just stand back and look at them, like oh uh, no, but when they start talking, you're like, like oh, oh.
1: Oh. oh, let me tell yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you gotta be yeah. careful if you can talk because. Be careful dating funny men. I've learned this. No, <laughs> if I've ever had sex with somebody who I normally would not go for is because he was funny and woman and I was laughing and the next thing I know my pants were gone and my legs were in the air. They're, they're, they're tricky. Funny niggas are tricky. Why, look, why are you looking at me like that? I thought you were going to help me co-sign. No, I'm, I'm co-signing. Yeah, they're very, very tricky. So ha, 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 wear my pants is a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. not for you jeffrey because we know you shallow i never let a nigga laugh me out my <laughs> <laughs> <You> job <just laughs> i'm the funny
0: one Ga- no because gay men gay men don't have no i feel like straight women we and this is the thing men always talk about talk garbage about women mm-hmm. and be like oh she don't i was like if you want to be gay you would not even be viable because they don't give a fuck <laughs> about your money you are ugly <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, you they know. don't care. Wait a they minute, don't. but, but it's true. She's she's actually. They right. don't
1: care. I'm the L. A. Like gays death. in particular, if you are rich, successful, all these things, and you are not cute, and you're not cute, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. Jeffrey, don't care. you ain't got nothing to say you for your right, brethren, ha-
2: unless you got the uh, sex appeal. Right. That can See be, exactly. If you are the mezcal. <laughs> I'm gonna pivot if before you have the mezcal. I want to stop my friend from potentially
1: lying, so I'm going to. Oh, this is funny. What do you think is your sexy? Oh. I'm I didn't say my type uh
0: please tell us your type like just, like just, like if he walked in here okay like what would your type look like physically oh
1: you, you you're doing that on purpose because you know how i am huh yeah mm. uh-huh. um at this age six feet because i've done it done enough short kings to pay my dues to society so at least six feet um a
2: strong back
1: a strong back <laughs> jeffrey knows me i need somebody with a strong back so i need to know that you're not gonna hurt yourself while we're fucking because people with strong backs can lift heavy things and I mean me. And um, what else do I need? I need someone who is, you're distracting me, guys. I can, I can see you. Okay. <laughs> I need someone who is, uh, I'm going to wait for this to be done because I really have ADHD. Oh. You good, Jeffrey? <laughs> look, look, look,
2: look.
0: I'm trying to
1: help sis out. <laughs> yeah, no, just, I understand. I it, but just I'm, asked for a little water. No, there's nothing wrong with it, but I really do have ADHD <laughs> and completely <laughs> okay. activate it completely activated it. I lost what I was saying. What did I even say? What, you strong what back. is your
0: type? Strong oh, back. Oh, strong
1: back, over six feet, funny, um, compassionate. But you said physical. Um, he has to have nice eyes and smile. Okay. Yeah, I'm very big on eyes and smile because I'm constantly laughing. I'm I'm a, a face queen, so you having a, a gorgeous body and being a butterhead does not work for me. I'm not as shallow as Jeffrey, but so I need like, you to have a good that face. That don't work long where, term.
0: Where are you at on teeth? Do you, do you like a gap or like?
1: I can do a gap, but the gum to tooth ratio has to be on par. I told okay. you the most shallow okay. thing I've ever done is break up with somebody because their gum to tooth ratio was off. And you're not the chick with teeth. Yeah, it, c- it can't be 90% teeth. gum and, and 10% tooth. Because I tried that one time. Beautiful gowns. Nice person. Mm. But wouldn't do it. Gorgeous. What do you think is your sexiest trait? My smile. As he smiles for the camera. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: That's why he <laughs> smiles goddamn. Right? <laughs> right. Like y'all gonna get these fucking teeth. <laughs> okay. Jeff is no a dentures. menace. <laughs> you are a menace. <laughs> you got listen, let me tell y'all. Jeff.
2: Be minding his business in the kitchen. Um, Lulu, what's your be sexiest chosen? trait? <laughs> <laughs> what's your sexiest trait?
0: No more,
1: no more uh, Bacardi go, because Lulu about to tell all our, our business. <laughs> what do you think is your sexiest trait?
0: I, I really don't know. It has to be physical. I think it's my
1: booty. It is your booty. Oh. I've talked about your booty extensively. Oh, I've I made myself stop sexually harassing you and mentioning your booty. I'd be like, Lulu got a good booty.
2: But she'll get drunk around you. <laughs>
1: which means she don't want to <laughs> sleep with you. <laughs> uh, was that this episode on the last previous episode? episode? Yeah, on the last episode <laughs> I revealed that I only get drunk around people who I would never sleep with, people who I totally would sleep with.
0: Right. So Blue The is, folks in between. I Blue don't, I don't is drink. not attracted to me. Or Jeff. Which I'll, you know, I guess. Know. I'm a demisexual, which means I have La la la. <laughs> la la la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my So she's she's not attracted got. to me, so I guess.
1: Oh god, I'm not attracted to most people, to be honest. I'm really not. It would hurt people's feelings. Whatever. Um, let me see. I actually don't know a, a, a physical sexiest trait.
0: We could tell you. Right. What do you guys Stop think Stop hiding them. Wait. <laughs> my
1: titties? Oh are. <laughs> Unzip
0: that zipper. I'm not, <laughs> woop, woop. I'm a, zip woop, this zipper down. I'm, <laughs> I'm not unzipping my
1: zipper. Okay, so the the, the woop, crowd woop, has... Uh, woop, woop, woop. Is this peer pressure to take off my titties? Woop, 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 this is how woop, woop, it starts. Woop, woop. So, yes, the crowd has said that my breasts Just are... Just zip mis- it down
0: a little.
1: but What if it pops out? then well. so be it. No, that's a special episode of Humanized that we're going to have to do on Behind the Patreon. Patreon.
0: The OnlyFans one? <laughs> the, OnlyFans, the fact that she
1: said OnlyFans while looking at my breasts and not on my face. I was looking at you, Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious when your female friend is subjective. First of all, you're a woman and you're gay. This is supposed to be a safe space. It's still safe. That is still safe. It's safe right. to show
0: them titties.
1: <laughs> First of all, poor Kaden is still in here. Shout out to our producer. Kayden's Kayden is doing fine, just fine. He really is doing just fine. Oh, this was a question that we had that I had from speaking to somebody I won't say her name I was speaking to an actress recently who's doing very well she's been working for years you know how it takes 10 years for you to be an overnight success and she shared uh, with everybody that we were talking to that she has everything she's ever dreamed of mm. and she is stunned with that with all this money all this ability all this notoriety she's now shocked by how much it feels empty because she doesn't have someone to come home to
2: because what she focused on her career she than? was
1: focused on her career yeah but now that she has everything, there's nothing to strive for, she has it all. She's like, she's stunned by how much she wished she had a person. She'll find him now. She ain't dead. Yeah, but I, well, I think she, what she's saying is because she's so visible now, it's trickier because do you like oh, me? Do you like or the do you want lifestyle. this look? Got it. Yeah. So my question is this triggered me a little bit. I'm saying triggered properly because triggered sometimes when you guys are just offended, you call it triggered. Triggered means that you're time traveling, guys. It means you're being pulled back into an old version of your life. It triggered me a little bit because I used to always say, I don't want to make it until I fall in love cuz I'm scared I won't be able to find somebody who likes me for me and I would turn down opportunities cuz I hadn't found love yet like no 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 I don't want to make it make all this money and have you know what I mean so it really did strike a nerve and my question is how do you guys feel think you would feel if you had everything you ever wanted except for love would you still be okay with that take the money Jeffrey I don't believe you
2: I find love wait a minute. <laughs> Take the money.
1: Okay, <laughs> Jeffrey. Me and Lulu already have strong feelings about you and your villain era to like have money. this. How about you, Lulu? If you had everything you ever wanted but had nobody to share it with and no love, like romantic love in your life, um, do you think it'd be a hollow victory? And the girl who said it is a cancer too, so I'm curious about your answer.
0: I think that do I still have my family and all of them? Your non sexual family, yes. Yeah. I I feel like I could I would be fine. Mm. Wait,
2: but are you saying like we'll never find love, or now that we have the success and we have to worry
1: about people you're, being? You're after in us? an
0: abyss of no love right now. It's different though. That's I feel fine. like it's different, like because she
1: can't fortune tell, so she doesn't know she's gonna find it or not. Right. Yeah,
0: and I think that <laughs> I feel like this goes back to Ashanti, and like you know, you're holding out for this thing, and you know, you, you do all, all the things you're supposed to do. I focus on my career, and I I do all this shit, and whoopty whoop, whoop, and so now I'm forty. 40 or 41, and I make a decision that I still want perhaps, like, to have a kid and possibly You got all the money,
2: freeze that egg.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, like, still, like, even as an individual, you're like, do I want to even start the whole kid process later and later and later and well, later? Why, why are we on kids, though? We're talking about love. Like, love doesn't have to have children involved. It doesn't. That's true. That's true. So, I I've digress. Excuse me. <laughs> but, I feel like the love thing... I think that uh, it's it's tough it's tough for me because like I love my family and I have so much support and I have so much surrounded and there is literally no zero shortage of dick like there is romantic love is not dick or family though for sure yeah but that's why I'm saying like I can have so much fulfillment from my family and if I wanted to be penetrated, that could still happen. So, like, if I'm, like, I'm not going to have – if if I had to wipe one of the other, uh, that's – so what is the alternative? Your, like, Your I career have, and money so, and so, everything. So there was no alternative. It's like she's getting tons of dick,
1: has lots of money, has her entire family, but she has no romantic love. She, yeah, she ain't got a, a person to share so it with. So it's not even she about sex either. It's with. literally yeah. romantic love, specifically romantic love.
0: Yeah, I think – I, I felt like I probably could do it. It would not be my preference, yeah. but I it could definitely be done. I th- I'm going to keep it simple. It would be a hollow victory for me.
2: You would, for the it, career?
0: It would be a hollow
1: victory. Right. Like What she's saying is a hollow victory means you're grateful, it still feels a little empty. It, for me, if I had romantic love missing completely and had a beautiful family, had my health, had my mother, I'm not fucking any of y'all. I love y'all, but I'm not fucking any of y'all. I really get nervous for me, when we conflate different kinds of love for each other because they're not conflatable. Has she ever,
2: the, but, I don't know if she shared it with you or not, but like has she ever in her past, like has she ever been in love before? And yeah, she's so, been in love and she's I saying
0: mean, that like she everything is prospering but, and none of it is, is comparable. It's not interchangeable. No, but I think that it's a different a different walk. Like yeah. I feel like for, it's different for me and you, Blue, and we re- literally talked about this. Like mm-hmm. how our families do because you were like, oh, I'm going to go see my mom and it's just her. And we're doing this, family. Like, when I go for Christmas with my family, it's a thing. No, no, I recognize that. And the thing so, is, that's why I'm saying. it's still not
1: romantic. Yeah, it's not romantic. Sure. No, 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 so about
0: the, I get yeah. it. No, no, about the no, 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 no. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But I see, I feel like for me, I'm willing to sacrifice something else because I have this other thing. That's that's the only thing I'm saying. Well, so the question isn't about sacrifice. It's like, would it feel empty without it? I feel like it wouldn't because really of different. this. Okay, And so, like, I feel like with you guys who feel like, you know, I'm just one mom, I'm not really fucking with this family shit, and da-da-da-da, you have a different experience, and you have a different, like, walk with, like, love and, like, how I'm going to exist and all this stuff. Like, with me, if I never had no other man and I never had m- any children, mm-hmm. I will still have my sister has two a kid, my brother has three, I have my parents. I have this whole thing that I can walk into whenever I choose to mm-hmm. and I can get out of. I get that. Yeah, but I, it's not I, about I, kids, yeah, though. Kids yeah, have nothing so to I think, do with I it. I
1: think for me, I've had – because this whole thing with my family is only six months old, so beforehand I thought we were a big, happy family. I just Remember I told you it's new for me to have strife with my family because yeah. I've never understood people who have strife with their family. Even when my family was its most loving, they were never going to make up for me getting some dick and being loved on romantically. I just, for me, they're not comparable. Yeah. And it's it's love, like yeah. I feel love. Yeah.
2: I I have a whole ball of love in the family. I have but, a whole ball of uh, love, uh, and moment, I still a partner love is very I different. Just,
1: yeah, they're but, they're not interchangeable for me, and I, it and it's one career. of those things of I want to give people permission to stop lying. There are people who like like Lulu who are telling the truth who say I have so much love and it's enough for me, that is fine. Those of you who are lying though, I'm giving you permission to stop fucking lying because a lot of you are fucking lying. Mm. A lot of you are, are the favorite auntie. You're doing everything for everybody and then you're calling me on my line, paying me a lot of money to tell me the truth. And that's another thing about doing the work that I do. Everybody lies to everybody including themselves until they're paying $250 an hour to talk to a professional. Now suddenly the truth comes out.
0: Lying yourself is a big thing. It's a
1: big thing. And so I'm gonna keep it a buck and be a sacrificial lamb. No, i to Lusma, who is the most confident that I've ever been, the sharpest that I've ever been, the freest that I've ever been. My bills are paid. I'm doing a show with my friends who I adore. Despite what's happening in my mother's health, this is probably the best year of my life as an individual. Anything that's made me unhappy was not about me. It was me supporting somebody else who was having a bad year. I'm actually having an exceptional year by myself, right? I still will be honest. None of you will make up for me finding my partner.
2: I would say that what you just said, though, like, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, this year, 2023 and 22 have just been solely about me making me happy, me yeah. feel good, me successful, as opposed to in the past, being in relationships and doing yep. things with being a partner. Being all worried about yeah, you. Yeah, now it's just it's literally just me, and I realize how happy I am with self. Happy so as fuck. So if it were that option, me, yeah, I'm going for a career and doing building all of that up. If love – I've been in love three times – If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I've experienced it. Hey, I'll just keep having hate sex.
1: (laughs) I thought me and Jeffrey agreed. And this is why you have to let people finish. (laughs) I thought. (laughs)
2: Got her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
1: stick to agreeing with Lulu because Lulu doesn't take me down that path. Jeffrey always takes that one left turn that I don't understand. You guys, and I'm happy that we're having this kind of rigorous conversation in a safe space because I really hope that part of 2024, we're about to pivot towards the end of the year stuff. I hope that 2024 is a more um, grateful and honest year because I think one of the things that I noted this year is a lot of people lied to themselves and a lot of people were ungrateful. And it made me sad. Like There are people who had so much to be happy for who were constantly complaining. And I was like, fuck, if you were just a little bit more grateful, I think Mm -hmm. you'd understand. And I've been trying to find nice ways to tell people they're being ungrateful because it's not my place. So I wait until they ask me. I wait until we're having a conversation and they're asking my opinion. And I'll be like, hey, I just want to point out the 30 amazing things that happened before you talk about that one comment on Instagram last week. You know what I mean? So I think being grateful is really important, which is, I think what the conversation we're having is about is like, she's so grateful for her family and the love that she has, that she has a surplus, right? I also think that people, when they lie to themselves, it's because they don't like the thing that they're pretending not to know about themselves. And so for this year, did you guys have any guiding words? This is something we do every year. This is your first time with me. uh, Did you have a guiding word for this year? Like some people have a mantra for the year. Did you have a 2023 mantra or guiding sentiment that helped you through? Or have you just been raw dogging it through life? And this is another example of that. I'm using that example because of you, Jeffrey. I'm looking (laughs) right at you. Did you raw dog 2023 or did you have a mantra of some sort?
2: I had no mantra. I had no template, no guidebook. We just going to figure this thing out.
1: That sounds about Jeffrey. How about you, Lulu? Did you have a mantra or a guiding uh principle this year?
0: I absolutely didn't.
1: You both raw-dogged it. Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna put on condoms this year because we're gonna we're gonna be intentional. <laughs> my my two words for 2023 were discipline and discernment. And this is the first time I've had a New Year's resolution where I think I killed it. This entire year, I would not have survived it without discipline That's and discernment. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's the first time. That's why I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm so happy. I don't need dick. I need a partner. There's a difference, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think this one for determines for this year. For next year, my two words are alignment um, and reciprocity. Because I feel like I've done everything I'm supposed to. Things are, are just waiting to fall into alignment. And whatever I give, I want it back. I don't even care if it's coming back from the direct source. If I give it to, to Jeffrey, I'm cool getting it from James. I just want it. I just, I want my, I want my things. I'm calling my power back to me. So I want you guys to pause with that. If I'm alignment and reciprocity, what are your two guiding words for 2024? And we're going to use this as a time cap. So to keep it honest, because it's on video, the internet never forgets.
2: Mm, happiness. Always happy. Child. Like happy and <laughs> discipline. I would like discipline. Yeah. 2024. I, I need discipline. I need a little more structure. A little? Yeah.
1: I'm going to ask you to have a third word aside from happiness, friend, because happiness is like interesting for you. The joke is that people say interesting because it's a neutral word. Happiness is a, You've made happiness a neutral word. Uh, discipline and what? Discipline and abundance. Nice. Jeffrey really wants to get that 30 million. I'm telling you. <laughs> so Jeffrey is discipline and abundance. How about you, Lulu? So we have two words.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Your guiding principles. I feel like my guiding principles would be. Um, I hate that I'm not good. Like, did you guys used to have worldly wise like when you were in middle school? No, and no it, so it was a worldly wise, and that like give you adjectives. and this is how I knew I went to nerd school because like the thing in my nerd school was to use the whirly wise that they would do in English class and use them in regular conversation. Oh, we just call those vocab words. Oh yeah, vocabulary words. Mm -hmm. It was vocab words. Mm -hmm. So we used to try to use them in like, so it was like a whirly wise word. if you can use them in regular conversation, then that was like a cool thing. They got to be fancy. They could be regular words. No, they probably were. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying that they were like, but it was just interesting because I feel like, I feel like kids, like they don't think about that. Like, we're like, oh, I want to try to use like a new word. But I say all that to say that I can't think of, like, the, the good... Uh, uh, the reason why I was saying that is, like, I can't think of the worldly wise words. What's the feeling? Because I always say feelings are the most honest part about us. Um, Like, I really want to be open to... and it's, I have so many words. So, like, I want to be open to things that are... That make me feel safe. Okay. And so, like, I don't know what the word is for that. Psychological safety. Yeah, like, I want to be open to all of that. And I... I've, I'm coming into this space where I'm doing things that I don't really feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. but because I'm with him, I feel okay about it. There's
1: a word for that that, I, that I've used a lot. So I always say that strong black women um, die because strength, too much strength will kill us. There have been studies that. It. It's not something I made up. And so I like the word supple. Because supple means that you're receptive and buttery soft. But you're still not a weak bitch. So you want to be supple. <laughs> like, think about leather, right? Leather is strong as fuck. But the more you wear it, tear it the more buttery, soft, and supple it becomes. I hate
0: to say this. Uh-oh. and No, no, no. But again, like, I was talking to one of my straight homeboys, and I was telling him, because he was like, oh black women now like never support black men and I was like this I was like this is literally oh no okay, okay 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 I'm not trying to go to our po- uh, ripple no no, no. I, know, right, I, know, I know I know I know staff, I know but I say all that to say because like I had told him before about like I had loaned like a, a man that I dated like a certain amount of money and he was like well Just because you had to pay for dick doesn't mean woopie woop. So he was trying to villainize like me, like helping a black man because he was like, oh, some black women want to help Pookie and then they want to be benevolent. And so I was like, I'm not even offended by what you said because you've never experienced love and you don't know what it feels like to Mm -hmm. love someone enough to be like, I will help you. And like, I don't even what I was talking to him about. I, like, I don't even feel offended by what he said. Like, when he was like, oh, you pay for dick and da da, da. It was like- Saying so no, somebody no, pays no, no, for no. dick is offensive. It, it It is. But I still didn't even care. Because I was like, you never experienced love. That's why you're talking about it like this. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Like, that's why you're saying, the, the, the word you're saying, I can see it. Like, that you're saying that. And I don't even care that you said it because I'm like, the space that I was in when I did it, is because I was in the space of love and I never will be mad or angry that I did something for someone that I loved ever. You're such a cancer. So you want to be supple
1: and loving? Yes. I'll be supple and loving. That's the most cancer. (laughs) First (laughs) of all, she said, you you hate it. You hate being a cancer? I do. Well, I
0: don't hate it, but I hate how emotional I am and how like loving and like soft I am. Like, I That's really the best am. part of you, Lulu. And, but people think I'm like a hard-ass bitch. Like I feel Why like, can't they both be true? Because you still stab, 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 friend. We're not going to lie about the head, buddy. You're a crab with a
1: switchblade. We're not going to lie to you,
0: friend. We love you, but you still be
1: stabbing. But,
0: <laughs> but I feel like people don't know. Like, Jeff, be like, like, if, if she hates you, then something wrong with you. Because Jeff was like, she'll body slam me, but she does love you. What? And the
1: pebbles and bam, bam. Okay, not she'll <laughs> body slam me, but she still loves you. You are pebbles and bam, bam in one body.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, your biggest lesson this year? Budgeting. <laughs> Ooh, <child. laughs>
2: learning how to do a budget, actually.
1: Attra- okay. As an
2: entrepreneur and running a whole catering business, learning how to properly... Budget, like food costs, knowing everything down to the salt. Yeah. Budgeting is very important. So that's been a very, that's been actually the theme of my year. Yeah. So
1: you, you're already getting a head start in the discipline because budgeting oh. is all about discipline. Yes.
2: Because I'm for, literally for, and I'm thankful, but I have been forced to do it job after job after job. And I'm like, uh, my friend Jessica, Jessica Nabongo.
1: What's up, Jessica? We one like you. One
2: specific day, because um, I was talking about, um, we were talking about something she wanted me to do and she was asking me the cost of it. And i I told her something, and she's like, "Well, how do you know this?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm just pretty much like it sounds right. You and were she free-balling said it. her specific words and they have they're in my mind every time a job comes through, Jeffrey, you cannot arbitrarily throw out numbers.
0: Yeah, yeah. she said
2: this to me probably back in February or March at the top of the year. To this day, every time I get a job and they say, oh, how much is it going to cost? Literally, Jessica pops up in my mind, Jeffrey, you cannot arbitrarily throw out numbers. It's fiscally yeah. irresponsible. That's it a was, great
0: piece of advice. This,
2: yeah, it sticks with That's
0: me. an exceptional every, piece of advice. Every, oh, my yeah. God. Shout out to Detroit women. Shout out to Detroit Shout women. Shout out to Detroit women.
1: And honestly, too, a lot of times when people are trying to rush me to give an answer that involves numbers, I've always said, I refuse to respond from a place of ignorance. Yes. Yeah. Because you're trying to pressure me to respond ignorantly. And I, I, I'm not comfortable with that. The minute you said people, you can literally see their, like, their spirits leave their bodies like, bitch, I wasn't doing all that. I just wanted you to guess. <laughs> you're asking me to speak from a place of ignorance. And mm-hmm. if I circle back, you're not going to show me grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't play in my face. Uh-huh. Unless you're willing uh-huh. for me to tell you I was off by three thirds. Yeah. <laughs> like it's three times the price. I'm not gonna say anything with place with the I, I love that.
2: I participate in that is I will make I know I'm giving them a way higher number.
3: Oh, yeah. So yeah. then I can yeah. have time. I'm live for a profit now. Yeah, so I'm then I can playing. have time. <laughs> exactly. To <come> back.
1: Right. <laughs> so I'm your biggest lesson like... was budgeting. Yes. What was your two words for next year? See if you were listening um, to yourself. Abundance
2: and discipline.
1: Love it. What were your two words, Lulu?
0: Supple and loving. Yes, Aww, I
1: got my friend back. What right. were my two <laughs> words then, friend? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn mm-hmm. you! Me again. Got me again. <laughs> got <laughs> me again. Yeah, oh, no, you can't, no, no, you no, can't no, be no. just saying things. You can't arbitrarily throw out
2: affirmations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he was listening. Yes. You said he has friend back. I'm his friend too. You got my yes. back. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh huh. No
2: reciprocity. Ooh. And cause you said if I give it to your mind if you get it from James. Um
1: I love that's how you remember things though. Reciprocity.
2: <laughs> I I did forget the other one, but I know reciprocity. Alignment. Alignment. There we go.
1: That was good though. That was good. I actually I, I had you count it out. I am surprised you got even one of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> idea
1: of alignment. That's good, Jeff. That's actually good. I Look I at that. Listening. I want y'all to know that we're 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 growing, Jeff, despite
0: his... I mean, I be listening. <laughs> You're not growing him. This is him. <laughs> this is me. It's no, no, no. He's growing. He, he's been no, growing. No, it's when he decides. He's a man. Yeah. yeah, it's when he decides to flex that muscle mm-hmm. that he already has. Mm-hmm. He can do it.
2: I do it all the time for my friends. Ooh, child. I feel bad for anybody. Y'all trying. be seeing me with these n- strangers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Your big. So your biggest lesson this year was budgeting. Your biggest lesson was. Um. Wait. What was the
0: question again? I'm about to wrap up. The biggest lesson of the year. Oh, my biggest lesson was. Um, like being gracious to myself, honestly. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that two words. Which be. is so funny
1: because we were talking previously about how Jeff was like, "Lutasha's always happy. Lutasha's X, Y, and Z. Lutasha
0: has all this grace." And so hearing that you are recently learning how to turn that inward is beautiful. I'm always I'm always focusing on my our own happiness. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. I want everyone to know that. wait a minute no (laughs) no i'm looking to the camera i need you to know i'm concerned about myself i'm (laughs) serious and you should be concerned about yourself as well like whatever you're concerned about for your like in your life you should be concerned about yourself first i mean you do need to put on your own mask on before anybody else because of the year for me for the sake of time is that
1: i haven't met everybody who's gonna love me
2: of course not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 That's mm-hmm. not, not enough course. Day.
1: That's not enough course, child. A lot of it, people it, think that it, they've they are done. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Jeffrey, don't judge. <laughs> I'm you are sorry. so ju- Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I wasn't judging. I was just thinking <laughs> 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 judgmentally. Right. I love when Jeffrey tries to be a bit bad when he realizes he's about to I wasn't judging. <laughs> I was like, just thinking oh that was no. stupid. Dang, that's <laughs> crazy. Oh that's so nuts. Oh. Oh no. All right. Now, this is one this one is a not a simple question. This one's a question's for me, actually. I want to end on this note. Before we came, uh, today there was a lot of fires I was putting out. Stuff in the East Coast. Me and Lulu are both leaving soon. You know when you're about to leave for a long time. Like this is our last couple of days for you. Your last day in LA before 2024. So there's a lot that has to happen when you're going to leave your house for a very long time. And between us figuring out if Jeffrey was dying or not or was going to come in and if he was going to get a replacement, putting out all these fires, I had a physical therapy appointment. All these things are happening. I said, Lulu, I'm just trying to be slow so I don't overthink and go into a panic attack. And then whenever I feel like I'm about to go into a panic attack, I've learned to slow down rather than speed up. Because people are like, panic attack, let me just do more stuff. I'm like, no, do less stuff so you can breathe. I put on a show on Netflix because cartoons tend to be soothing to me. Mm -hmm. They remind me of my childhood. And the cartoon that I found was called Carol at the End of the World. Have you guys heard of this? Mm -mm. It just debuted on Netflix. I think it might have just come out today. It's called Carol at the End of the World. And the premise is a woman is living in a world where the entire world knows that they only have seven months and 13 days to live. And because everybody knows the world is ending in seven months and 13 days, no one works unless they like their job. Everyone is checking things off their bucket list. Her parents have stopped wearing clothes and are having threesomes with their black male nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, groceries are free, but the military has to ring you up so that people don't loot. Um, and when she calls the bank to pay her rent, they're like, why are you paying rent? The world is ending in seven months. This <laughs> right. doesn't make any sense. And the person of the bank is like, girl, the only commodity that's worth anything now that the world is ending is time. You can see how this show's about to get deep. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to get home at some point and dig into it. And the new way of saying how's your day is to tell people the adventures you had. Because people are assuming the world is ending, bitch. So time to have all the adventures, right? Mm-hmm. And in the midst of all that, there's Carol. And Carol was like, I just want to survive the next seven months and 13 days. I don't really feel the need to do all this shit. She's just trying to have a regular good day for the next seven months. And it reminded me so much of the, the pandemic how everybody and their mother felt the need to be like, it's the pandemic, I started three LLCs and I learned how to speak Mandarin. And people were like, nigga, I just didn't jump off a roof. Can I get some credit for survival? And so my question is, this year has been a lot for a lot of people, publicly, privately, even the likes of Diddy have not been able to, we've all agreed, whether we had a good year or not, 2023 was on some shit. Can we all agree that 2023 was on some shit, universally? Even you, Jeff, can you admit, this year tried it, tried to take us all out. Yeah. I'm happy that we're all smiling. So my question is, knowing that everybody wants to be productive and say, well, what's your biggest flex for 2023? Without being hyper-focused on productivity, if you knew you only had seven months and 13 days to live, what would you want to accomplish that wasn't flashy? That wasn't, oh my God, I did Like, what are the quiet things that you would make time for if you know you only had seven months to live?
2: I would... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Luke.
0: No, go ahead. Um,
2: actually, I would sit down with my immediate family, because mm-hmm. it's too many to do like the whole thing, my immediate family and probably get a therapist and just really like have a conversation. Mm. That is something, and it's actually been on wow. my mind since, since the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. I kind of did it with my sister a little bit. Um, one day I was sitting outside on my balcony and I was talking to her and I asked her, because my um, father, he died when in 1993. So I was six, my sister is three and a half years older than me, and so I, I just asked her, I was like, uh, Jennifer, what was life like for you after you know our dad died? Because mm-hmm. I only know from my perspective. And so I was like, I never knew, because I realized like we're all living our own lives. Like when you leave, when you leave, I don't know what y'all go to until we come back and talk about it, but everybody, every stranger you see on the street, you walk past the middle of a conversation Everybody has something going on. Everybody's going through something. Good day or bad day, everybody's going through something. And that was just something I thought about. I was like, oh, I wonder, I was like, Jennifer, what was life like for you? And that's also something I would love to ask my mother, something I would ask my little brother, but it's just not that, we don't have those types of conversations.
1: You haven't made time for them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's still hope. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That was very introspective, Jeffrey. Oh, Come on, look, look at us. Okay. He deep. Not an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Not he deep. Pause. Not an orgy in sight. That's right. a beautiful answer. <laughs> I was so well, nervous. Well, you said hey, nothing flashy. Yeah, he I was said, so nervous. He said he deep. He deep, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was worried he was going to be like, a candlelight orgy. I'm so oh, happy to picked that instead. I was going to take these lights and flash uh, flashing around here. <laughs> How about you, Lulu? If you had seven months and 13 days in the before the world ended, what would you do? I,
0: see, I have a completely opposite answer. <laughs> just that's my family all the time. Fuck that. My boy. <laughs> no, like, but I, I sometimes I, I'm concerned like that. Um, I saw this thing where it was like, if you see your your parents, like, if they only have ten more years to to live, you then you only see them once a year, and you'll see them ten times. I probably will go like where they are, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, let's just get like the best pizza that's around or let's just get like the best burgers and let's just do this. Like I I would want to do something like that with like all the people who I really, really care about and get them like all in the same space. If it was possible, you know, everyone has like a different, as I've gotten older, I've known, especially living in LA, everyone has a different relationship than their family than, than I have. Mm -hmm. So I'm like all in with my family. So I'm like, Yo, let, let, let's all get together and like let's all But you just... and definitely have the
1: exact same answer. I don't say that's so the I'm yeah. Saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so I'm like, but I'm just like, let's all eat the same pizza and like give our critiques. I love and that. And what do y'all mm. think? And then all let's all get the burgers and let's all do this.
2: I gotta find it. I just had a really good Detroit style pizza from um this guy. I gotta find it. He he had a pop up downtown, but he told me where the shop is. I'm going mean you gonna go.
0: We have to
1: go. Well, okay I, I, I want some pizza, but I'm just wondering how, how thick is Detroit? Is it like Chicago thick?
2: It's not as no, thick as Chicago, it's but it's okay. also that brick oven style. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cause, cause I, this is very unpopular, but I'm a th- thin crust girl, and so people always like tomato, tomato. stab, tomato. stab. stab, stab. Right. <laughs> 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 I for stab, step, step, not to be Lulu's battle cry. I said tomato. <laughs> I know, but stab, stab, stab Because it's, it is the cancer battle cry. <laughs> if you know a cancer woman, you understand step, step, stab, stab. For me, if I had seven months, I would fly my mom and my stepdad to LA, empty all of our accounts, and just let them have the joy that I take for granted. Yeah. I would just spend, have as much fun with people that I love as possible. Yeah. And my cousins, if they had some act right, they could come too. Mm -hmm. Like, I would totally just want to spend time with my family, enjoying life.
0: Yeah. Um, For
2: seven months, where they all going to sleep?
0: We're emptying everybody's bank (laughs) account, so
2: we
1: will have accommodations. Well, I was
0: going to ask, like, who is your favorite literal blood family member? My mother outside of your mother outside of my mother my cousin you want me to pick out loud and say it on the camera you don't have to say their name oh but why why is it your cousin
1: because um her heart is still open yeah and i feel like we can have an honest conversation that won't uh dishonor me
0: okay yeah i love that as long as somebody's
1: heart is open I'm, i'm i'm very forgiving I just don't believe in not being safe. There are people who, who make themselves unsafe to forgive. I don't believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not forgiveness. That's something else.
0: So what about you, Jeff? Like, who is your favorite family member outside of your mother? Mm-hmm. It can be a sibling. Well. And tell me why.
2: I love them all. But of my course. sister. You met her. Uh Because yeah. my sister... I don't know if I want to go into reasons why, <laughs> just in case anybody's listening. We got 30 now, seconds for him. I don't it. feel bad. But uh, my 30th birthday, when I turned 30, my sister, she flew out. She lives in Orlando. She flew out here for my 30s. She met all my friends. We did a whole weekend in Palm Springs. My sister, she drank. And like, I saw my sister like, let her hair down and have fun. But she also saw me with my friends and you other as adults yeah, yeah. but yeah. just also kind of that knowing like oh you out like i'm the younger brother to, uh, um her younger brother just know like oh you're safe you got friends around you that are you know your family out here and it was just that and she had a great time she still just they ask about y'all
1: oh yeah. i love that little who's yours <laughs> hunger mm-hmm. game style not your mm-hmm. mama or your daddy who is it yeah.
0: <laughs> no i have a cousin damn it's not even the siblings it ain't, wow Wow! Breaking news. <laughs> all that talk
1: about oh, people don't have families like me. We're so close. I love them no, all. No, It'd no. be my cousin.
0: <laughs> Honestly, like, cause I I think that I always I feel like the assumption is my siblings. And if we're gonna do siblings, it was the
1: assumption. Yeah. It's
0: it's absolutely my sister. We're not, damn you. Gonna...
2: Yeah, no, no, we are going to chew the chew. We're not we forcing to shoes. We're, we're not, not forcing, forcing your hands. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I think that I was doing like peripheral, like things. I Like my mind was going in a separate direction. But like my sister is like my best friend. Like she's like my noble con. Like she's like the epitome of just everything. So inspires you a lot. She inspires me constantly. Yeah. And she's like so amazing and she's so gracious. I feel like her being so great and also being gracious i think is the thing that inspires me as well because she could be like bitch i fucking told you (laughs) but she'd be like oh come on okay i'm gonna help you do Uh, you know
1: how beautiful it is to have like somebody in your family who you can look up to and admire like that all we hear is about trauma so just hearing you guys talk about your sister's and it's so interesting because I have a bunch of sisters that I've never met, and so a part of me makes look. Why are you making that face? we going mean, never talked about it. Because you say a bunch, I'm like, how many mm-hmm. is a bunch? I'm the seventh but, child of my father. Well, she's um,
0: saying one. It's one for us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I have seven. I'm. I have six brothers and sisters, but I'm and I'm number seven for my dad. So yeah. So whenever I think people talk about their siblings, I think that's so beautiful because a part of me realizes like that's a really important relationship that I, I don't, I've never experienced, but I've had friends that I've loved like sisters, and they all betrayed me. But I still don't have bitterness around it, though. That's the thing that's interesting. When people hear the word betrayal, they assume bitterness. It's actually made me appreciate feminine friendships more rather than be suspicious of them, if that makes sense.
0: I think that I have great female relationships because I have such a good relationship with my sister. I agree. Honestly. A lot of your
1: personality made sense to me when you started talking to me about your sister. Because even the way you and I became friends, there was something so... Like pure and organic about it, I was like, oh, that makes sense because this is normal for you. You're not one of those bitches who's like, eh, 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 eh.
2: And also... My sister was my first dentist. I'm nervous. Okay, Jeffrey, about to end. When I was about five years old, she knocked these two front teeth out and these teeth I have now, they grew in, so I had like really big teeth when I was really little, but I never had to get braces. I never had like anything other than like a regular
1: clean up, check You call her your first dentist because she knocked your teeth out? She okay. knocked them out. Kept guys, these things together. We have to wrap up the show. Shout out to our producer for letting us go over. I've been Shout trying to keep us Kate on in. time, but y'all keep on telling like all these riveting stories. I'm trying to make <laughs> sure that this show is ending on time. Um, the last question that we had, we already did the one about someone to love Hall of Victory. We did the one about Kara at the end of the world. Uh, the whole mantra of be more, do more, we all agree that that's bullshit. We covered that? The idea, no, the idea of the, of the of the film, I mean, the the series that I just started watching was oh, everybody feels like they have to be more oh, and do more before oh, yeah. the world comes to yeah. an end. And we, I
2: was so lazy during that pandemic. <laughs> yeah.
1: That might have been what you needed. It was. Now That might have been what you needed. All right, so this is the time where we're going to have a choice. You either get to um, have me pull a card for you for next year. Ooh. Or you um, make a wish that we can all um, have in the time capsule. Pull a card or make a wish? I want pull a card. How about you, Lulu? Do you want to pull a card or make a wish?
0: Uh, pull a card. How
1: about you, Blue? Do you want to pull a card and make a wish? All right. I feel like I'm going to pull a card as well. All right. We're going to do something very, very quickly. We need you guys to relax. Guys, close your eyes. Breathe in through your nose. Do it audibly because this is an audio show. Out through your mouth. <sighs> nice. This is the ASMR A rendition of human eyes. Through your nose. Out through your mouth. Jeffrey, say twice. Universe, please give me insight into 2024. Universe, please give me insight into 2024.
2: Universe, please give me insight into 2024. Universe, please give me insight into 2024. Keep breathing.
1: Breathing in through your nose. Out through your mouth. You're breathing in everything good. You're breathing out everything that scares you. And Jeffrey, when you think you're ready, just say stop. Stop. Top of the deck or cut it?
2: I'm a middle child. Cut it.
1: Child. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cut it. This is going to have to be very quick. Mm-hmm. We got Jeffrey's card. Oop. All right. We got Jeffrey's card. Lulu, it's your turn. Okay. Close your eyes, guys. Breathe in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Please, Somebody, please relax their neck and jaw. Somebody's tight. Breathe in through your nose. It might be Caden. Oop. <laughs> Out through <of> your mouth. <laughs> Jeffrey, this is lulu's turn. You're being disruptive. All right, one more time in your nose, Lulu. You have to focus, or it's not going to work. Okay, in through your okay. nose. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeffrey, you're such a fucking social terrorist. Into your nose. Out through your mouth. All right, Lulu. Just keep breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. When you're ready, say it out loud twice. Universe, please give me insight in the 2024. Out loud twice, Lulu.
0: Universe, please give me insight for 2024. Universe, please give me insight for 2024. Perfect. And when you think you're ready, simply say stop. Stop. All right. Top of the deck or cut it? Cut it. I'm a middle child, too.
1: Child. (laughs) I'm not a middle child.
0: Cut it. Cut it. Interesting. Cut it.
1: Whoop. Cut it. (laughs) Lulu's needed to clarify. Interesting. All right. My turn. No social terrorism during my turn, Jeffrey. Okay. (laughs) Are we asking
2: for blue or for those titties?
1: Right.
0: (laughs) 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 Jeffrey, what is the obsession with my titties as a gay man? You're a gay man. Why do you care
1: about titties? I I like
0: titties too. See? I'm a straight woman. But you have titties. It's not like yours. <laughs> like, Jeffrey,
1: answer the and question. mine not like yours either. Right. Right. <laughs> 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 can we get Jeffrey doing that one time? This is about the time when we want to look at Jeffrey. Me Jeffrey, and Jeff, t- we and Jeff, both well, like, it's not giving. Y'all are right. a mess. Okay. <laughs> Without mentioning titties, we're going to do my turn. Y'all ready? Close your eyes. Yeah. Now all I'm hearing is titties. Okay, Jeffrey, you really are social <laughs> terrorist. Jesus. Okay. We should have done this for your turn. All right. Everybody close your eyes. Breathe into your nose. Out through your mouth. Relax. Somebody got real relaxed. It might have been Kaden. All right, in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Universe, please give me insights into 2024. Universe, please give me insights into 2024. Jeffrey, do it for me. When you think I'm ready, just tell me to stop. Stop. Okay. All right.
2: Did you do top or middle? Or I cut? did the middle, too, because
1: y'all have me as a habit. Oh, huh, mine is whack. Uh, mine no, is whack. It didn't tell me anything new. Just give a snapshot of me now. Okay. For Jeffries, your cards say that you need to uh, have more courageous conversation and be more honest about what you want. Mm. Mm.
2: What is that the card Uh, Like, what's that? This Ace of Swords. Ace of Swords.
1: Hmm. How do you feel about that, Jeffrey?
2: Oh, well, it was kind of what I said. Like, if only he had seven months.
1: Oof. So maybe the seven months is now. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Child, we really don't know if the world's coming to an end. <laughs> the aliens can be like, say it right, last We yeah, yeah, just look. wait for this episode to I end. I got my walkie talkie <laughs> We <now. laughs> do need walkie-talkies. All right, for Lulu, yours is to be still and welcome traditional iterations of love. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> if, you <end> up, <laughs> if you end up pregnant in the next Christmas look. episode, this is going to be awkward. Okay. <laughs> It's a husband and a oh wife and a baby, bitch. I was like, what the fuck? Ooh, the irony.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. wow, 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 Yeah, wow, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's... I hope Laurent don't watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta cut it off at the end. Right. <laughs> right, cut it off at the end.
1: Not Not a husband and a baby. <laughs> Mine's just like, I'm an abundant bitch. I don't... That's...
2: You said you want to receive what you give. Right. But it doesn't say about
1: receiving. It just says I'm abundant. It didn't say shit about receiving. Uh, isn't
2: abundance, though, about receiving as well? No, this
1: one is very much me minding my business being abundant. Among oh. Them. So I'm going I'm to pull a clarifier. All right. Um, actually, I'm not going to cut. Maybe that was the problem. No, but I already cut, though. Fuck, this is By the way, this is why I can't read for myself. I overthink when it's me. All right. Lulu, this time you tell me to stop. Stop. Okay. I'm not going to cut this time. Please don't tell me I'm abundant. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me something new, please. Oh, let's see. If... They're all saying the same thing. Okay, I'm an abundant bitch, guys. I that's my that sucks. So this is why I hate reading for myself because I always want to learn something new. So Jeffrey needs to be more honest with himself about what he really wants. Lululu needs to be still and embrace traditional forms of love. And again, I got, I got this. I got this. Is literally a picture of a psychic. I keep pulling up pictures of who I already know I am. So is that what twenty twenty four is going to be? Stop we, trying to change who you are. Maybe i I don't want to wanna change. I want to learn something new. You know what? Let me pause. I said I wanted alignment. I guess you this don't have is the, to reinvent oh, well. the wheel. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. That's alignment. There you go. Look at God. It came full circle. I'm still dissatisfied. I would have loved to get some something dramatic, like Lulu got a whole fucking baby. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's dramatic. I feel like <laughs> that's
0: what the universe has been telling me for quite a while. Oh, you didn't? You never told us that friend. That's information. Uh, sorry.
1: See, that's why you don't know people. Did we talk about the Jeffrey? You don't know people when they leave the house. I mean,
2: <laughs> I've also said it. We've had conversations
1: that you're gonna get knocked up.
2: And when I say we, I mean the friend circle. <laughs> ooh,
1: ooh. All right, so you heard it here first. This baby, 2024. So how about we all get pregnant next year, including Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Won't be falling for that banana. To come, it's
1: right? it's <laughs> said to be more honest. All right, guys, uh, this has been a rousing episode. Um, I cannot believe this is our last time seeing each other in this capacity
0: whoop, whoop. for the
1: rest of. Tw- damn, you're excited, huh? Actually, I said this is the last time we're gonna see each other. Yeah. No.
0: it's just nice for the holidays like I feel like I get super excited about the holidays and I didn't realize so many people do not oh that's
2: what I was saying um two episodes ago where I was like do y'all get excited about Christmas music and holiday movies yeah I just love the I love the cheesiness of it all
1: exactly I I agree speaking of cheesiness I haven't eaten all day can we go to In-N-Out or something I can't I know you (laughs) (laughs) can't first
0: of all I'm hungry I'm hungry as shit
2: right, I got some broth waiting at home Oh, I'll be so glad when this is over
1: it's hilarious that there's there's a chef who's a foodie who cannot eat for a week. Yeah, this is this might be karmic. Maybe the universe wants you to go on a fast and have some thoughts about life. Sure. All right guys, this concludes our Q&A episode. This was not a regular episode. We let you guys tell us what we we're going to talk about. So um I would ask you say I hope you liked it, but it's your fault whether you liked it or not. If you liked it, yay, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's your no. fault. If you didn't like it, oh no, it's your oh, fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we put you guys in charge Thank you for the questions I think we answered most of them I took out all the ones about uh, sex Why? Huh? That was Jeff. You could have gave us at least one I feel like sex was brought up regardless of it being the topic We don't even need sex to be the topic for it to be about sex But it can be the topic Alright fine, next year we're going to have a sex a what about sex episode Led by Jeffrey That's your pitch, because we've been waiting for a pitch for a while friend. Okay
2: I don't know if y'all want to know the the questions that'll come to my DMs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's <laughs> not about you asking oh, questions. You, oh, yeah, no, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, I do not okay. want to hear about tops <laughs> and bottoms <laughs> and verses. I want to hear about No, it. no. We do not want to. <laughs> 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 on a special homosexual episode of Human. <laughs> I want to know. For Pride, maybe we could have an interesting conversation about Mating and sex yeah. and Anything. dating, specifically about the queer community. I've been telling you say me,
2: mating like we're animals. <laughs> I was trying. Y'all to be... are basically <laughs> animals. Okay,
1: you know what? The thoughts of Lulu and Jeff are the thoughts of Lulu and Jeff. Uh, for those of you who enjoyed watching this episode, please recognize that we were talking about being introspective. We have an emotional intelligence course. Lulu and Jeff, are you still invited to join us. Next month. It starts in January, right? Yeah. Yeah. It starts in it's And mind you, it, it's more impactful than you probably think. My friends don't ever take my classes. And when they finally do, they're always like, oh, this is a real thing. They think I'm all selling like fake courses. This is a real course, guys. <laughs> so if you guys do join, I would love to see you because I've never had anybody take the class that wasn't impacted, myself included. Um, and so if you guys want to join us for the class, it's ots 24eventbritecom OTS stands for "On Thy Shift. Uh, I have to stop myself from saying shit. On Thy Shift. Twenty-four. So it's OTS24.eventbrot.com. If you guys want to do a reading, you guys can go on my Blue Centric Shop page and do a reading. If you guys want to find Lutasha, you can find her at... Lou underscore Lou19. If you want to find Jeffro and slide into his DMs <laughs> to send him questions about the special What About Sex Edition featuring Jeff, you can find him at right. Jeffro5,
2: J E F R O
1: 5. I was being serious. We're really doing a sex episode that we're going to have you lead. Okay. We have to. We need to give you more discipline in 2024. Do I get, like right?
2: one of those uh, long pens and a whiteboard, you, you tell Hopefully. us. <laughs> yes. This is
1: your year of if That's what you need. What's his year? Discipline and budget? What was it? Discipline in?
2: Uh Discipline and abundance.
1: Discipline yeah. and abundance. So we're going to give Jeffrey work next year, and he's going to be leading one of these episodes I apologize in advance for whatever happens He's yeah. <laughs> gonna have strippers and all types of stuff yeah. if y'all wanna find me you can find me at Bluecentric please remember to be kind to yourselves we're all human beings doing human shit and please don't just check on the strong friend if you check on them make sure you have the bandwidth for them to answer you honestly cause you ain't got a lot of kicking with us alright so next time happy new year Gang gang. Happy new year. What? Merry Christmas. Merry also. Christmas. And Happy Hanukkah. Happy,
0: Happy holidays.
1: Right. Happy holidays, like Starbucks be saying. Happy holidays. holidays. Happy New Year. Um, we survived. We did it, Joe. Okay, we, we survived. Did. Shout out to anybody it, who Joe. is. We, did, we it, did it, Joe. Simply surviving 2023 is a feat. And if anybody's trying to get you to flex and do anything where you feel like you haven't done enough, the fact that you're still here is a win. All right. Until next time. We love you guys. Bye. Aw. That's the
2: end. <laughs> well, welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr.
3: I got this chair. No, it's just my dad.
2: My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels
3: give with a
1: big touchdown. On this show, we come to humanize.
0: Athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We'll see you there. Peace and power.
0: Electric ass